Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Log Talk Radio. Well, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is your host, Dr. Deb Carlin. And this is the K-Factor, where K equals kindness. And the factors are all the things that lead to it. And thank goodness that they do. Because I'm finding myself having kind of a... Uh, a stress-filled morning, so I couldn't wait to get my K-Factor with my co-host here, Dr. Charlie Cartwright, the K-Factor for me for the day. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to be here on this wonderful Friday uh, fall day. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful, isn't it? It's very nice. Yeah. yeah. Really this is my favorite time of year, so it's uh, it's good. Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to get really pretty, too. I love the way that the autumn colors change. Yeah, yeah. It's just a great time of year, and, you know, it always signifies a change of weather, change in season. Yeah. And then there's traditionally a lot of family activities that happen around the fall, and so I'm looking forward to those as well. Indeed. You know, when I was a kid, we used to, um, growing up in Chicago, we would have a lot of activities on the water and picnics and the forest parks are always great places to go. And then I always thought it was funny. Here we are, we're on Lake Michigan. My, my parents found a private lake, <laughs> a smaller private lake where we could go less people, smaller lake, homes around the edges of it. And we would go and just spend the whole day. And I mean, my parents were like, um, I guess they were in their, they were in their mid forties, right? And, and up into maybe 50. And I mean to tell you, the ceremony around getting ready for a picnic, fresh <laughs> potato salad and hot dogs and hamburgers and the buns and, and these huge coolers, and you pack oh. up the coolers. And you know, they yeah. were like a, a metal quilty looking on the outside and, and, and in inner tubes. And we had a big station wagon. And I remember, now talk about violating the law. Today, people would flip out if they would see this, but, I mean, we were fine. Um, there, you know, there really were no seatbelts. And I was in the back, in between the coolers and the water uh, containers, you know. None of this stuff was disposable. You bought it, you had it forever. And, I, and, and there'd be two or three inflated inner tubes. I mean, from real car tires, right? Big, round. <laughs> And they'd pile a couple of them up, and they'd stick me back there. And I was like, <laughs> hit my arms on the side and my little legs over the sides. And I remember I'd just be kind of bouncing around back there, <laughs> looking out the window, thinking, I'm stuck here. <laughs> when are we going to get there? And it was fun. And then as we got into autumn, it was really fun because it was, well, we were watching less stuff in the car. And it was steaks. And it was it was a it was a grill out with steaks, and and a and a and a wonderful campfire and the grill set up, but then you needed <clears throat> not just the cool off, but you needed the warmth, right? 
And then doing marshmallows and we never did s'mores. We just did the darn marshmallows. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Was a, a later invention, right? Yeah, it really was. <laughs> I loved that. And then and then at my home I always had a huge uh fire pit, but not one that you'd buy. I built one. So it was just it was like a, a ten foot diameter of stacked bricks. And and it was really funny because there was a gravel patio, a black gravel patio. And invariably, my friends would come over and they would put their feet like a, onto the edge of the bricks, which were maybe about a foot high. And, and so it was very comfortable. Well, I had to start getting ottomans and backing up their chairs because here's what would happen. Everybody would wear rubber-soled shoes. They would get... Stand up, and <laughs> it's like they had cleats on the bottoms of their shoes or tap shoes because all the all the gravel would just get sucked right in. You're never getting that stuff out. I mean, come on. And the shoes, and then we'd be really heavy. Then they'd want to walk through my house, and I'd say, "You're not even walking on my deck." <laughs> you go. We're opening up the gate on the driveway here. You go out that way. I told you not to put your feet up there. It was hysterical. It was so much fun. And I got, oh, I got a cowboy camping thing. So it was like a, uh, 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 an A-frame, right? Uh, not an A-frame, uh, uh, a tripod frame. And it had a hook. And you, and you would hang a basket, a flat basket, and do grilling out back there. And, you know, just put out, like, sausages. And we'd have skewers and you know, zucchinis and things and just skewer things. So it was very primitive, you know, and it stabbed me some food and then <laughs> drink something hot. And then um, we would have guitars and we would sing. And I love that. Now this is only going back. Last time we did that was about three years ago and it was, you know, it was beautiful and it was far enough back on a lot that was only 250 feet deep. But it was isolated, Charlie. And and I and I remember I'd look back at my house and I'd always think, oh, it's so beautiful in there. This is so nice. Cool. Yeah, it was very cool. So those are all good autumn memories for me. So talk about these family reunions and gatherings that you're gonna do. Yeah. So it's just uh, it's just one of these times where, and this you know this year will be, you know, different somewhat, obviously, because everybody grows up and moves on and has their own, you know, gatherings to go to and, and whatnot. So never under, never quite know what the uh, the group is going to be like, but yeah. it's just a time to, to get together and enjoy one another's company, eat some food, play some games, and, uh, and just have a lot of fun talking and laughing and, uh, you know, maybe put a movie on or put a game on or whatever. Yeah. But the, but the real part is just getting together and, and over some really, really great food and, and, and chopping it up. I enjoy that. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Tell me what, what the, what the really great food is. Cause I told you what ours was. Well, so I'm, I'm, uh, I like Turkey. Yeah. And so Turkey is always a part of it. And ham is always a part yeah, of it. Yeah. And, Fruit salad is a part of it, and you know, sweet potatoes, oh, is yeah. part of it. mashed potatoes, green beans, <laughs> corn, <clears throat> you know, and cornbread, <clears throat> and pumpkin pie, and there you go, um, rum cake. 
Yes. And cranberries. And, yes. and just, there's just so many, you know, just so many great things about it. Um, and then, of course, the leftovers afterwards. Ah, <laughs> love the leftovers afterwards. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. So, it's so funny because I've got a uh, presentation I'm doing next Tuesday. And uh, one of the things I, one of the examples I'm going to use in telling my story and, and it's about getting professionals what they need to do to get ready and, you know, to really succeed in, in corporate America. And, uh, and one of the things, one of the stories I'm going to tell is about Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. And, uh, and 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 mix it in. And so basically, <clears throat> if you don't bring food <laughs> to the Thanksgiving meal, it's really not appropriate to show up with Tupperware. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh, people do that? Yes, yes. Those and those are the people that don't get invited back next year. No you know kidding. Yeah. And so you gotta. You know, you if, and then yeah, you can't show up with Tupperware like that. No, I've, I've never shown up to someone's house with Tupperware. Me neither. Think about it. No I'm way. Showing up with Tupperware. <clears throat> so the correlation I'm gonna draw on that is that you know you've got to put in your time, you've got to pay the price, and so if you are in corporate America, you're working a job, and now your expectation is to be given this promotion, given this raise. And you haven't put in the work. It's like showing up with Tupperware on Thanksgiving. You didn't bring any food. You know what I mean? People are looking at you like, what are you doing? Like, really? You know, I might put a little food in there, but I'm going to send you away. And you've been a, put a bad taste in my mouth, you know, and it's time of giving and things like that, but it's really inappropriate to show up with Tupperware. Now it's very appropriate for the host to send you home with Tupperware. Yes. But you don't show up with it. Right. Uh, I just don't. Uh, Actually, so. I, have a, I, I, have a, I have a mind game for, for you to invite people to play. So when people show up with their Tupperware, <clears throat> just pretend that it's what they took from your house last year. And you're saying, oh, thanks. You brought it back. And you cleaned <laughs> it out and everything. I'm going to put it in the cabinet now. <laughs> and just, you know, the, the, the what? No, I brought that to take stuff. But it's empty. What do you mean you're going to take stuff? That you're going to leave with the same air you brought? <laughs> yeah. It turned into a comedy routine, right? Yeah, it's true. And, you know, uh, that's where truth is stranger than fiction. You just can't make stuff up like that, you know? Oh, um, my God. I, I literally have never, ever had anybody do that. And as a matter of fact, when people... When people um, uh, bring stuff, I always say, you have to take this Tupperware back with you. You know, here's here's the part, you know, you can take back the part that we didn't eat. That's fine. But, like, I don't want to, don't leave any Tupperware at my house is the point, because I don't like that stuff. I don't like plastic. If we're not eating it during the meal, the meal I'm going to put it on, on, like, a glass or, or, or china plate or ceramic plate of some sort and put saran wrap over it and put it in the refrigerator for a moment and then you know no Tupperware I can't stand that stuff it drives me crazy and then the burp did you burp the did you burp the Tupperware 
Now the Tupperware is a baby? <laughs> what are you talking about? Get out of here with the Tupperware. In Tupperware parties? Oh, dear God in heaven. There are people who you go in their kitchen, it's like, wow. It's, you know, I did you have a Tupperware party? Admit it, because you got Tupperware ice cube trays and containers. And, you know, it's like, I expect to go in there and get a Tupperware hat to wear. <laughs> Don't give them any ideas. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Charlie, do you have Tupperware? A little bit. Not a lot. I like the glass. Um, okay. The glass Pyrex, I think. And the yes. Lid on it, yeah. Okay. Oh, I, am, I, I can't tell you how relieved I am by that. Because if you were a Tupperware guy, I was going to have a whole different reality of a connection. <laughs> that was like going to be broken somewhere. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. It's not good. So you're in the midst of live presentations or are these virtual? Virtual. Yeah. Virtual. So it's much different and there are techniques to it. And the main thing, though, is really you've got to amplify your energy. Oh, yeah. You've got to amplify your energy because they can't. It's not the same as being physically there, but uh, but you you can turn it up and 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 make it very very. Because people people love watching their YouTube videos, they love watching their shows on television, right. and so so it's not a problem with people not being able to identify with this mode of delivery. Mm-hmm. But it's upon it's incumbent upon the speaker to make it worth watching, to make it worth listening. Right, exactly, to. like us. Exactly. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> we got it going on down here. We're always trying to get the points across. And and uh, so Dr. Deb Carlin here with um, Dr. Charlie Cartwright. And, you know, I've got the dash cam king. And I think actually we ought to call it. You're just calling it dash cam and, and branding it like that. I think you're completely off the mark. You're missing it. It is His Majesty Charlie Dash Cam King. <laughs> I love it. Seriously. Dash Cam King. Yeah, and what I want you to do is I want you to put those headphones on with that microphone, and I want you to put some bling on the microphone. <laughs> yeah. And then we can really pull it off. It would be hilarious, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's funny. So there's, there's a friend of mine who takes walks every morning and and he's hilarious i mean he's just like a comedian and he's got a headset like that uh, actually a little bit bigger and he was talking to me one day and he goes you know these stupid hats he always likes to wear baseball caps these stupid hats to try to get them to fit you know it's like i don't understand and he was trying to put it on a person <laughs> i didn't say a word and one day he says to me this is like weeks later. He says to me, you know, I don't know if you knew this. <laughs> but I've been struggling to put my baseball cap on over my headset. And then you know what really works? And I said, tell me what really works. Go ahead. <laughs> he said, put my baseball cap on first. And then I put the headset on over. Go. And I said, Excellent. wow, that is so cool. Innovation. 
I laughed my head off, honest to God. And he knew I was laughing. He knew I was laughing. But, you know, it's not the kind of thing that if, if somebody's locked into having to do it a certain way, your timing has got to be impeccable. Otherwise, you're either going to make them feel really stupid or they're going to get embarrassed or they're going to get angry, you know, and then to fight you on it. And getting this head on. <laughs> Okay, it's going to blow up. Oh, that's what happened. The hat blew off when he was wearing it on top of his head, on top of his headset. He said, I can't believe it. My hat blew off. I said, well, what are you going to do about that? <laughs> aren't we funny? Aren't we just funny? And aren't Freedom Fridays, which is the name of our show on Friday for the K-Factor, one of the kind of things that we can bring anybody is their freedom, our freedom, your freedom, our collective freedom, the freedom that Charlie and I have on the show to just be open and free with one another to talk about deep, heavy subjects, which my goodness gracious, we've done to, to, to get completely frivolous and have fun and help you like today. Let's release our minds. I mean, what do you got? What do you got going on on the other news channels? Because we are the news channel here on Block Talk Radio. <laughs> we got the news for you. We want you to have a day of wellness and well-being, and a weekend that is spectacular. Without a doubt. We can get into lockdown. I told you I came in here with a weird kind of an ick, and I said, "Lift me up, Charlie. Get me, get my yeah. energy going. I'm feeling a lot better now." Yeah. So one of the things I was thinking about this week was the uh, this fear, right? Yeah. And that's something that's really it's become a part of everyday life now. Yeah, it I sure think. is. For, for a lot of people so that I have a really different take on fear. Okay. And it's something that's really been helpful for me. Hallelujah. Once I, once I figured this out. Okay, sure. Yeah. So fear, traditionally, people talk about fear in a, in a negative connotation, right? Yeah. It's negative. I've had people say, oh, it's evil, it's this. I mean, just a lot of negativity around fear. However, you know, we're all innately blessed with this emotion for a reason. And so I really believe that fear is not our enemy. Fear is actually our friend. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to understand fear, then you have to form a relationship with fear. You need to befriend fear. Okay. And so the there's a lot of different acronyms out there, but the acronym I like to use for fear is it's a friend explaining approaching risk. Oh. Okay. And that's what it's telling you. So here in a few months, around here in the Midwest, we might get a little snowstorm, get some icy roads, and then the next day, you've got to go out and drive in it to pick up some supplies or whatnot or make it to an appointment. Yeah. And so your fear will be saying to you in the passenger seat, hey, driving too fast. Roads are slick. Mm -hmm. It's dangerous. But you can say back to your fear, hey, you know, in this community, they do a really great job of snow removal. I know they pre-treated the road. They salted and sanded the road. I got new tires on here. 
I'm driving 10 miles under. We're good. At that point, fear is quiet. But if you ignore fear, then what happens? It gets louder. That's and awesome. Louder and louder, right? right? And that's when people get afraid. And so it's there as a as a tool just to help us keep guided, make sure that we don't do anything silly and that we're thinking, you know, we're looking before we leap. Yeah. And so now all of a sudden you go from this adversarial to, hey, I'm getting, I've got advice over here in this, this, in my, in my ear to make sure that I'm prepared for my presentation. Hey, you got this presentation on Tuesday. Okay. Well, what's it going to be like Tuesday morning if I hadn't prepared? Oh, you got all this fear, all this anxiety, right? Because yeah. it's yelling at you. I right. told you two weeks ago to get ready and now you're not. <laughs> you're going to, you know, you're going to lay an egg and blah, 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 right? right. But instead, done my job. I've prepared thoroughly. I'm excited. I'm motivated. I'm ready to deliver this, this masterpiece of a presentation. Right. Fear is very, very, fear is very quiet. It's part of the audience. <sighs> That's wonderful. So we can, we can leave our guests on our short episode today with the beauty of the reality that this is exactly what fear can be for them. Yes, your friend and, as Abraham Lincoln famously said, if I've turned my enemy into my friend, is my enemy not destroyed? I love that. I haven't heard that before. Yeah. After the Civil War, uh, we were speaking about coming together in this perfect union that we have, wow. right? The United States. And he was questioned about, oh, what? We're supposed to embrace our enemies from the South. And that's what his response was. Love it. On that note, Mr. Charlie, you and I are going to sit here for a minute while I sign us out. Friends, this was our short episode. We'll be back on a regular regular scheduled time next week. And in the meantime, peace out. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.